Hope's Hearth, a GMless actual play podcast where friends explore identity, community, and the ways people find strength and love in dire situations. Our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are trypophobia, insect horror, parent death, rape, body shaming, homophobia, transphobia, big diseases, involuntary transformation, ableism, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, unwanted pregnancy, acephobia, and non-consensual situations. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but will fade to black on, are spiders, graphic depictions of bodily harm, abuse of any kind, dementia or similar mental illnesses, insoluble problems, trauma, steamy situations, eating disorders, depression, and self-harm. Today we're going to play uh, Galactic First Edition by Riley Rethal, uh, at Riley Rethal on Twitter. Uh, second Edition is out. Go get Second Edition. The rules are different from First Edition. We're just, uh, we just keep playing First Edition because we already started. And relearning the rules was going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good game. My name is Izzy. I use sincere pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at the Sean Deer. Um, and I am playing Hart, who uses he, him. He is the Nova. And with me today, we have Dirk. Hi, I'm Dirk. I use they, them pronouns. I am playing Sam Allison, who is the scoundrel. And uh, Sam uses he, her, his, and she, her pronouns. Uh, Amber? Hello, I am the Amber. Uh, I use the she, her pronouns. Uh, and I will be playing Man That Guy Manson. He uses he, him pronouns. Uh, and you'll never find me, but if you want to try... Go for it. And, you know, while you're on that journey, you might take a step down to the wonderful land of room where it happened. Uh, you can do that on your podcatcher of choice. Or you can check it out on Twitter, uh, at RoomwarePod, uh, where it's pretty much just my, uh, GM. <laughs> reposting various gay shit and yelling about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, the important that's... things in life. Yeah. It's true. Um, and finally, we have Will. Hi, I'm Will. I use the pronouns AM, and I am playing Mex, who is the mechanic and uses no pronouns, only Mex confusion. Is Mex is Mex. All right, awesome. So, and uh, time is yep. fake, gender is fake, fuck the world, a cab, a cab, a <laughs> cab, and fuck turfs. Yes, yeah. Well, what yep. were you saying before we accidentally interrupted you? Uh, I'm I have actually posted things on my on my Twitter in the in the memorable past. Oh my god! Oh shit! It is same envy hat. That same e n b y hat. Nice. Um, yep. So, Hell yeah. A brief summary of what we did last time. Last time on yeah. Hope's Hearth. Last last time on Hope's Hearth. Mex went and 
into a storage closet and found a secret drone underground railroad. Yeah, which is fucking by great. accident. Yeah, um, we were all really really sad about man and his family because we learned that uh, Ducky is like literally his granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and it's like oh oh. Um, Sam tried to get information from Avery Dinar, and Avery was like, no, fuck you. Um, Which and then legit. we got into more, like, that was funny, and then we got into more sadness, where Hart, uh, confronted Sam about being, uh, part of the mandate, and told Sam that she wasn't allowed back on the ship. Um, and then it Amber- tragic. It was. Amber went again, and it was Hart- telling man that Sam is part of the mandate, or owned by the mandate, not necessarily part of the mandate, uh, and man was sympathetic towards Sam, but Hart was like, no, we can't let Sam back on the ship. <laughs> also, Ducky broke. <laughs> and not in machine form, necessarily. She's literally broke. Yeah. Ducky broke. Um... So, yeah. This is going to be a great recording. This is also going to be our last recording. Uh, of of Galactic. Of, of Galactic. Not of the podcast, no. But I will say um, that after these two episodes come out, so this, ep- this episode and probably the next one, unless this all ends up being one episode, it might. Who knows? Um, that we are going on uh, a season break. For at a minimum of a month, no longer than two or three months. Um, so that, you know, we have a break from podcasting. We can edit stuff and, you know, so that we have a distinct season one and season two. <laughs> <laughs> and also this, this break is a, roughly around um, our anniversary. So our podcast anniversary is coming up. Uh was that we first started posting in October. Right? Shit, has it been almost a year now? It has almost been a year, and I started getting this podcast together literally like like July of last year. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Time just flies when you're having fun with friends. Time dot is fake. It is. It's been almost a year. We've been doing this for about a year. It's fucking great. I'm honestly really pleased with what we've done so far. We can have more conversations about that when we're done hurting each other's feelings. <laughs> so It's true. Our- like, even maybe if we wanted to, uh, before we come back from break, we could do like a Q&A if people Oh, I absolutely want to do a Q&A. Um, we can probably like do a streamed Q&A. Mm-hmm. That was um, what I was thinking, too. We ask really, really nicely to use the Standing Stones Twitch. Yes. <laughs> um, and do it there, because we don't have a Hope's Hearth Twitch, because I'm lazy. Uh, we also don't or, need a Twitch. Yeah, or we can do it on mine, or we can just do, I guess, like a Discord call? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we can figure anyway, that out later. Yeah. The yeah. logistics. Hmm. Um, D- details, so- tells time is fake. Yes. Yeah. So, Will, you get to go first this time. So, Mex is going to go into the innards of Ducky and try to fix her. Um, 
Max is going without man. Max is also smaller than man. I want to make this known. And probably a bit more wiggly. Best quality, Max wiggles. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's he's a big burly old goat man. That that tracks. So other than lots of duct tape, can you give me a little bit about what the engine room of the ducky looks like? Amber. Because it's your ship. Uh-huh. Um I mean it looks like a pretty standard looking uh engine room minus the like weirdly glowing duct tape uh at various spots. Weirdly glowing duct tape orbs. <laughs> <laughs> duct tape gears, nope. duct tape starter, duct tape this, duct tape that. Um, are, are you, So I'm picturing a large, mostly empty space surrounding a mass of gears and wires and long levers that move slowly and in the center a flickering light. Yeah, actually, I was going to say that. Um, also, if you will allow me to add a detail, um, in that mass of, like, the flickering light, a piece of, like, the glowy duct tape-like things, uh, it's going to, like, fall away and kind of just, like, dissipate, uh, and the uh, ship is going to shudder as if in pain. Max gently pats the nearest flat side and girds Max's loins, put tightens tightens the belt, checks the pockets to make sure that all the tools are still there, and starts wading into the engine, which is like turning to sneak between two close together pieces and then having to duck under uh, a moving part and um, Max gets to the place the duct tape was and is like looking at it and trying to figure out how to replace it with a normal part. May I add a detail? Add a detail, by all means. Uh, the detail that I want to add is... Uh... Shit, I lost it. <laughs> oh, rip. Fuck, I hate when my brain does that shit. Yeah, it's Actually, the worst. Actually, you know what? It was mostly just a vibe. So, um I'm just I'm just going to give you this vibe. There is a vibe like uh like a small child crying and just very upset. It's a good vibe. Relevant. 
It is very good. All of this is growing closer to my scene. <laughs> good. Next is going good. shh and finishes that repair and looks up into the heart of the engine where there's a light that should not be flickering, should be steady. And in the light, Mex sees a goat girl. Mm-hmm. End scene. Uh, I will add a detail. Go ahead. Um, a, in the center area uh, of the goat girl's chest is a glowing stone that is making the flickering light. It's a good detail. The audience will recognize this stone. Oh, you mm-hmm. hurt me. Mm. Oh, how dare you! <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. Mm-hmm. All That's right. A deep cut. It's uh. Well, is before you go, uh, no, it's gonna be my turn. But I, I think, I think you get a token for reaching into the space between and leaving yourself vulnerable. I, I think you earned that. Yeah, I think, <laughs> Thank I think you. that's fair. Yeah. I think I also used a token to fix things. Token neutral. Alright, so next is my scene. Hell yeah. And, um... (laughs) Uh... Because I am this sort of asshole, and it just very entertains me, um, right as um, Heart and Man finished their conversation, were they on the ship or were they outside of it? I can't remember. I believe they were on the ship. Yeah, they were. They were in the uh, cockpit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. That's what I thought. That makes this perfect. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Sam just comes in and entirely disregarding uh, Heart just like, man, can I talk to you for a second? Heart, like, just stares daggers at Sam. <laughs> Sam pretends she does not see. Ah, uh, yeah? Yeah, what's up? Uh, well, I, I, I need you to come with me. Uh, so. Uh, you know, a walk and talk, but not here. The vibes are not on here. Vague gesture at heart. There are wiggly fingers and everything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I, I, I have a thing, and it's not necessarily something that heart is doing on purpose. This is kind of the space between. Uh, the vibes get worse. <laughs> it's like just, just emanating from heart. Like Sam can feel the anger but also like the pain that heart is feeling right now it's bad it sucks <laughs> sam pretends she does not see yeah or feel <laughs> yeah i think i think i think you're right it is quite humor didn't hear uh man <clears throat> is going to reach over to the little like blowy fan that's near where he usually sits when he's driving the seat turn it towards <laughs> Art. <laughs> and turn it on. Oh my god! 
<laughs> I'd be like, shall Stupid. we take a stroll? Uh, yes. And, like, Sam even, like, offers a man her arm. She's just being absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh my. Uh, man's gonna pull a hat out of his beard, put it on his head, tip it, and go, my lady. Oh my <laughs> before <God>. taking <laughs> her arm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it too. Hearts just gonna like turn away and like look at probably like a comm screen or something. The fan is actively Boy. blowing in Hearts' face. Yeah. I mean, Hearts got uh, his helmet on, so it's not actively blowing in his face, but it's definitely like. <laughs> the, I don't know how Hart reacts to that. It's just kind of like one of those things where somebody does something and you're like, what the, the, the? <laughs> I don't know how to respond to it. So it's just like, I'm just going to pretend like I'm doing something. And I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly why I did it because, like, Sam is exactly that outrageous. It It, it needs to happen. Uh, but yeah, so, like, uh, Sam walks with, um, man off the ship, and once they get off the ship, like, Sam produces out of fucking nowhere, like, a knife, and starts doing knife tricks with her free hand, mm -hmm. and so, she's like, uh, man, I've got a confession, uh, uh, it, it, would that happen to have anything to do with what Hart came telling me earlier? Uh, probably. Uh, I don't know what Hart told you. It's probably all true and all awful, but, you know, doing knife tricks, uh, like, uh, well, not like tossing it, but like, you know that thing where you flip it between your fingers? Yeah. Uh, this is like Sam's a dumb butterfly knife. Uh... No, I think it's, um... Or is it a switchblade? Yeah, I was thinking switchblade was what my my mind came to. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it's a switchblade. And, um, so, yeah, she's just, like, uh, flipping it back and forth between her fingers. And she's like, uh, but with that in mind, two confessions. Uh, so, the first one is... I have absolutely no fucking idea where to find uh, Hope's Hearth. Hope's Promise. Hope's Promise, yep. Mm -hmm. I figured as much. Yeah. But there is someone who does know. He wouldn't talk to me because he's smarter than your average bear. Um, but uh, uh, this guy called... Avery Dinar, he's at, um, Sam pauses, orients herself, and then points with her, uh, knife, that bar. Uh, he will tell you how to get to Hope's Promise. They continue walking. All right. Uh, that is quite good to know. Ah, uh, but 
uh, you, you said there were two things? Yep, I did say there were two things. Um, and, uh, Sam is, like, leading them away from the port and, like, away from more populated areas. And it's really obvious that Sam is sort of looking for something. Mm. And, um, I think what it turns out to be is, like, a park and, like, maybe a dog park or something, but some space that is relatively empty. It's not a detail. Absolutely. Okay. There is, this is a dog park. There is some kind of creature running around that doesn't really look like a dog. And there's no owner in sight. (laughs) But it's probably a dog. That's it. (laughs) That's not a feral hog. That's Monty. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, Sam sort of, like, looks around and, like, picks a spot where there's, you know, a decent amount of space and nobody's really around. And then, uh, lets go of man's arm and stands to face him. Uh, I need to ask you for a favor, because I don't know what's about to happen right now. Well, we're, it's true, we're we're never really certain of what the future lies, and I can't promise you that whatever you're about to ask me will be in my ability to do, uh, but I'm willing to listen. See, I appreciate that about you, man. And, uh, uh, so I'm thinking that whatever... Uh, she's wearing, it's like one of those like half off dresses. Well, not like half off, but it's got like one shoulder and the other shoulder like is just up there. It, it's, it's asymmetrical, whatever. Either which way. Is it sparkly? Well, of course it's sparkly. <laughs> and like he pulls the strap, as- uh, she pulls the strap aside and like she's got like a big tattoo on her chest. And this is something that man recognizes. And uh, I don't know what the fuck it does. But, um, like, Sam knows what it does. And man knows what it does. Mm -hmm. So I, as the player, am the only one out of the loop in this particular conversation. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Um, but yeah. Uh, so, like, Sam is like, ta da! Uh, she does not say ta-da. <laughs> actually, you know what? She is enough of an asshole. Yes, actually, she does say ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Ah, uh, yep. Sh- they, they do like their uh, claims to, to stuff, don't they? Mm-hmm. And, um... I'm, like, 90% sure this will not actually make me explode. But, in the event 
it does make me explode. I didn't want to be alone. Uh, I mean, well, I can make you feel a little bit better. I, I mean, depending on how you look at it. Uh, that won't make you explode. There are far worse things. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Sam laughs exactly like that. <laughs> uh, there, there are things you are able to do about that, though. Uh, man's gonna, like, uh, pull, like, the upper part of his suspenders and his shirt aside. Uh, it's gonna be a similar tattoo, but it's very damaged. Uh, it will not feel very good, but I do know people. And... Sam considers it, uh, and uh, then switches the knife from her offhand to uh, her primary hand, and she says, well, yeah, but that would be a perfectly good waste of an excellent knife, and uh, I'm just going to cut it there, because I know what Sam plans to do with that uh, fucking thing. I, I think Sam's literally just gonna cut it off. But, um... God. I, I, I didn't want to go into that, because that's, like, our lines, I think. Yeah, that does hit up on our lines. Um... Yeah, so... Or veils, rather, I think. Yeah. But, um, like, I, I also don't know what it's going to do to Sam, because, like, you know how, like, in some like movies or whatever it's like here's a bomb but like if you tamper with it it'll also blow up Mm -hmm. that sort of thing so i'm I'm definitely thinking there is a secondary effect besides just having this injury i I just don't know what that is or what it looks like uh may i propose that it looks like blue like sam is now blue That's beautiful. Not beautifully blue. No. Like no. Sam- sickly blue? Yeah. No, but I, 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 I like that idea. I, I, I like the idea that, like, Sam is now an unnatural color and possibly flickery. Hmm, don't like that. <laughs> fuck off anyway (laughs) now it is my scene so what I think happens is Amber would would you say that it is um, in character for man to call heart and be like listen I know that you and Sam are having problems but you need to come help um actually I think uh if y'all will allow me to kind of get my scene slightly uh set up. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um yeah. where is Hart right now? 
Uh, still on the ship. Be probably not in the cockpit anymore. Has probably moved to like try and meditate and you know parse his feelings and like let them go into the space between. Not being particularly successful at it right now, uh, but is actively trying. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. But he's still obviously he's wearing his armor. He has his comms on him. He's you know. Mm-hmm. But he's currently very plugged into the space between. Okay, good. That that works out then. Uh, that there's gonna be like a ripple of the space between. Oh boy! Uh, near heart and a uh, small uh, piece of paper that kind of looks like the edges are kind of like flecking away. Uh, almost as if it is aging as it, as it falls towards heart, um, it is going to start falling from above heart down towards the floor. He's going to notice it and he's going to like basically catch it out of the air, uh, to read it. What does it say? Give me just a second to think of how I want to word this. Okay. And I'm assuming the vibe that comes from this isn't anything like uh menacing. It's very like it it's not menacing. Uh, uh it's urgent. It, you think? Yeah, it it's like n- not necessarily like a oh my god urgent. It, it's like a pressing kind of like when a parent sees two children fighting and is trying to get them to reconcile. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to say, uh, time is short to mend. That's not ominous. Is that all it says? Yes. Mm, what vibes come off of this message uh again it's like it's like the like you need to make right with uh like don't it it, it's 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 not necessarily like super duper specific it's just like hey uh stop being mad and go like fix this Mm -hmm. it's like like the feeling is your feelings are valid but also there's a short time to make up for. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of those things where, like, it says that in what flashes through Hart's mind is, like, Sam. Because who else would that pertain to? Right. And Hart, like, I think sighs really, like, heavy. Uh, tucks the paper into, like, a pouch somewhere on his armor. There's so many pouches. Tactical pouches. <laughs> um, and, you know, goes off to, like, figure out where the fuck Sam is. Yeah. This probably takes a while. <laughs> probably ends up, actually, because, like, I don't know if by the time Hart gets out of the ship whether or not he's gonna run across Man or Sam. Probably, like, checks, like, some bars, checks, like, some some places that are, like, uh, may kind I of detail? deserted. Yes. 
the detail is just that there's a, um, sort of a hot and cold feeling. Like, thank you for same brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a hot and cold. He starts to say, like, let me go to that bar. No, wait, that doesn't feel right. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Where does where does this lead, Hart? Well, uh, here's an important question. Like, uh, would man like try to help Sam up or help carry Sam back, or like, is it? Like, you've done something irreparable. Okay. And, uh, I, I, oh my god, can, can, Amber, can man please take Sam back to his room? Because I really like the fucking, um, the, the, the dramatic irony of Hart and Sam have both been in that room separately, but not at the same time. I think at any point point during this podcast Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) i I think that will happen and while uh, while getting uh every uh, like the whole like getting the settled down and like the covering up and tucking in and whatnot and trying to make the comfort the bandaging yeah (laughs) and, and all that uh, another duct tape piece is gonna fall away and the, like, the shuddering and stuff again. Uh, oh, no. man's no. going to look very upset. Uh, and, uh, th- this is gonna happen, like, pretty much when he's done, like, settling, uh, uh, settling everything down. Uh, and then he's, he's gonna look really worried. Uh, for for like a split second, and then have like this determined look, and then he's going to leave. Okay, so the the this feeling leads Hart on a fucking circle back to the ship. <laughs> Hart is like, yeah, this this fucking tracks, <laughs> and then goes well, in. Uh, importantly, like it does lead Hart to that particular park. And there is a feeling of disruption. And like, if nothing else, Hart uh, is very aware, Sam was here. Mm -hmm. She's not right now, but she was here. That dog is staring at wherever uh, Sam did the thing. Not moving, just staring. And Hart's like, that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Hart gets into the ship. The feeling leads Hart to Sam's room, probably doesn't even bother knocking. It's just like, I'm opening this door and just uses, like, the space between to open this fucking door. Yeah. And uh, I think Sam is uh, in bed, tucked in, um, (laughs) flickering, and... uh, I'm assuming the vibes are off. (laughs) <laughs> not a vibe uh, not a vibe <laughs> oh my god I forgot about that many <laughs> um yeah actually uh, if anything there is too much vibe oh god uh, like the vibes are like the most even they've been 
in this room or around this room or around Sam in general at any point in time that um, Hart has been around Sam since this voyage started. Don't like that. Um, I think, like, Hart's gonna stop in the, the doorway and then is just, I think, has that moment seeing Sam and, like, Sam definitely does not look well. No, uh, Sam is, And like, the flickering and the vibes and all of that shit. Yep. Uh, the lights also flicker for a second. Oh, I don't like that. Um, so I think the helmet, like, comes off. And, like, I think also, like, the balaclava gets pulled back because it's, I think at this point, overstimulating to have it on in this, mm-hmm. like, just in this moment. And he's over at the bed and, like, kneeling next to it is like, Sam, what the fuck? What did you do? What happened? <laughs> and, uh, uh, Sam, uh, is curled up, uh, on her side, uh, with her back to the edge of the bed, like she's curled up towards the middle of it. And she's like, uh, man got you, didn't he? No. And she's sort of... The space between... Bullshit. Alright. Nova things. Yeah, Nova things. That bullshit. Why are you flickering? Why are you blue? Excellent question. If I had an answer... And, like, she flickers? And... Uh, like part of that sentence cuts out and she says, tell you. Mm, Don't like it. What did you do? And there's like a, a, a demanding nature to his tone, but it's really clear on his face that he is not okay seeing Sam like this. (laughs) Like that anger gone. And, uh, like, Sam, like, finally opens her eyes, because she's just had him close this whole time. And she's like, oh, hey there, handsome. Here's your face. Um. Tries not to crack a smile, and it's like, we can talk about that later. What did you do? And, uh, she just sort of rolls over so he can see the bandage. Oh my god, you are a idiot. You say Why? this like it's a surprise. Sometimes you surprise me with the extent of it. Hell yeah, I'm still surprising. Mm, not this is not a that's not a compliment. Not this time. <laughs> and she laughs, and her laugh is like cut off in the middle as she flickers. Uh, I'm gonna look at my moves really quick. Okay. 
I am going to use a token. I'm actually gonna uh, I'm I'm gonna end up spending two tokens because I'm gonna do two things. And the first one, so Hart is going to uh, he's just he is borderline panicking because this is bad. <laughs> um, puts like I I think actually like starts to like go to put his hand on Sam and then stops, tears off his glove, and then puts his hand on, like, Sam's, like, bare skin. Um, and I'm going to learn the secrets or purpose of something not understood to try to figure out what is going on. Do we have any ideas? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I feel like this answer could come from anybody. (laughs) <laughs> who has an idea on what the mandate fucking did oh that's what you're asking okay uh huh Like, because obviously cutting this mark off did something and the mark was mandate uh huh uh-huh. so what did the mandate do hmm I mean I have an idea but I don't want to interrupt y'all's scenes I also want to know if Will has an idea because Will always has good ideas about this stuff. I was just going for the mandate tried to make her a ghost, but it didn't work completely. Um, I'm interested in hearing Amber's idea. I am also interested, Amber. Okay, yeah. Um, Grabby hands at. So you you know the whole like thing that happened with man's family. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, so the tattoo itself contains a device, uh, that, like, kind of disrupts the, uh, the space in between, uh, and it's basically supposed to, like, destroy the person outright, um... But it's like, because it's a smaller device in the tattoo, uh, effects aren't necessarily, uh, uh... It's not 100% guaranteed that it'll work exactly the way it's supposed to, but it usually fucks people up enough that the mandate doesn't care. Right. And it probably doesn't help that Sam did something... Uh, that is probably generally unexpected with it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, Hart gets that, like, information in, like, flashes and, like... It's like feeling out an alternate timeline where if this had been activated rather than whatever the fuck uh, Sam did to it, what would have happened... Which in like Oh yes. sorry. No, go. Uh yeah. Uh in the timeline where it did get activated, um, and Hart sees this through a view that is very low to the ground, but um uh Sam just 
disappears. Oh, I hate that. Yep. I hate that. Um, then Hart, like, sort of, it's seeing that kind of Hart's eyes, like, zoned out, and when he comes back to the the present, like, he just, it it's like, inhales like a ragged gasp and just kind of snatches his hand back for a moment because that's a lot to see. And, uh, uh, I I know we've, like, passed the moment a little bit, but I I need to make it clear that when Harp first put his hand on Sam, she definitely made some sort of raunchy joke. I don't know what it is. Oh my god. Oh my god. Touching you. Touching me. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have ignored it to keep doing this. Uh, so the second thing, so that was um, the move that I just specifically used was, um, yeah, learn the secrets or purpose of something not understood. And now I'm going to spend a second token because I have more, I have three more tokens that I can do bullshit with. Yes. And heart is, uh, other glove comes off. Both hands, one over the bandaged, like, yes, wound, maybe, thing. Yes, definitely a wound. Doesn't feel right. (laughs) And another hand, like, I'm gonna get gay for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, how dare you get gay in this podcast? (laughs) Listen. Um... Hart's hand, like, the, his other hand comes up to, like, cup uh, Sam's face. His thumb brushes over um, her cheekbone and then shifts to, like, brush. Like, I don't remember what texture Sam's hair is. Uh, I never decided on it, so we're gonna go with um, wavy, Latino wavy. Okay, cool. So it can be brushed out of his face. Yes. Yeah. So brushes hair out of Sam's face, uh, and then, like, leans down and presses his forehead to Sam's forehead. And he just, and he, like, uh, horse whispers, says, I'm gonna fix this. I'm gonna fix this, and I'm going. I should have tried to help instead of being angry. And I think uh, Sam's good hand, like, comes up to, like, sort of, uh, you know that move where, like, you're not quite, like, holding on to uh, the back of somebody's neck, but it's not, like, a caress? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just uh, sort of there. And Sam Mm -hmm. is like, I deserved it. I am a jackass. You're a jackass, but you didn't deserve that. When... I love that you think so. (laughs) When I get you stable, I can get a ship and we can go somewhere to try and get this fixed properly. I will make sure it happens. 
I think Sam kisses heart. <laughs> Good. And Good. Uh, uh, we, I think, uh, abstracting out a little bit from this, um, there's, there's that like kiss, and then heart pulls back and like apologizes, and then puts pressure on the wound. <laughs> And I'm gonna use the space between to heal or soothe someone's pain or duress to stabilize Sam. And essentially what that looks like is Sam stops flickering. But Sam is still blue. <laughs> and I think maybe this takes a while. And it hurts. Like, it hurts both of them. It's a lot of effort to pull all of Sam back into this space-time, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it hurts. Um, and probably leaves some some kind of, like, visible scar on both of them from this effort. Um, but I don't know what that is, and we can... <laughs> yeah, we can figure that out later. Yeah. It's probably actually something like the wound like scars over and a similar like maybe like discoloration appears on heart. Mhm. Like he took that instability away into himself to release it into the space between which left a mark on him. Mm-hmm. Bullshit space magic. Um, and I think once once they're done and like Hart's fucking exhausted, he just pulls Sam up into a tight hug and says, if you'll come with me, I can get us away and I can keep you away from the mandate. And, uh, like, Sam speaks, but there's, like, this echo. Like, there's something very large and very far away speaking through him. Like, a a very large voice Mm. uh, coming out smaller than it should be because it's being filtered through Sam. And uh, it just says uh, Staying away from the mandate is not what you were made for. It is not your purpose. It is not your role. Love is a beautiful thing. I think we just have to cut the scene there because I don't want to (laughs) <laughs> Go into more than that. We're cutting that there. <laughs> hey, Amber, what's your scene? Let's go. <laughs> pachoo! Pachoo, Um, okay. Uh, so, I, I think what it's gonna kind of, uh, start out is, uh, that a man has just finished going to that person to get the information to get to Hope's Hearth and 
uh, it's him walking back towards the ship and he, he's going to get to the ship. Uh, and he, he's like walking nonchalantly like he, like he's, he's not being sneaky per se, but he is <laughs> like somebody, if somebody did happen to notice him, it would be like, oh, he's just going about his day, but he's actively making sure he doesn't run into anybody. He's going to the ship's interior and uh, specifically the same place uh, that Mex went. And he he's going to get to the part where it's like the little goat girl and stuff. And he's going to pause for a moment and look at her sadly uh, before pushing a little bit past to open up a, a little secret panel that's just a little bit past there and pulling out a device. And then he's going to to reach where the goat girl, girl is uh, and grab the stone very gently and take it with him. And then he is going to go back to where gonna go back to where Sam was because there's an active rippling of of the space between there. The dog is still there looking. Yep, still staring. And he's going to place the device on the ground. And then he's going to, out of his beard, he's going to pull, like, uh, a nice little soft handkerchief and place it near the device. Uh, and then he's going to place the stone from the ship there. And then he he's going to take a... Another stone that is, it's not glowing or anything. There's nothing like remarkable looking about it and place it next to that one before he, uh, turns on the device. And while it's powering up, uh, he takes out several papers that he has already pre-written and he, he's going to gently like pet the stone, the one that's glowing that came from the ship. And he says, I'm sorry that I had to go this route in such a rush. I hoped we had more time, but I can feel the, I can feel you breaking. And I think we've run out of time, my little ducky. If this works, it'll at least save you, but I don't know what's going to happen. So I've made arrangements dependent and about that time the device is going to finish powering up which uh he's going to recognize because he will never forget that sound uh the day that his entire family was taken from him and he's going to quickly throw the various papers that he has up into the air before uh before that happens at uh, which point, it's not so much an explosion. It's more of like just like the the space between goes crazy, so to speak. The stone that uh, was glowing from the ship is shot out in a various planets way. The other stone begins to glow another color as uh, man begins to fade away. The audience will also recognize this stone, and it goes in a different direction. 
the papers begin to look as though they are basically flecking away and they disappear and there is a rippling that goes through definitely through the whole planet but it goes further than that everyone that knew man and ducky you feel like you've forgotten something but you can't place what it is and as man is almost completely faded out he takes a last paper from his beard and holds it out in front of him it starts gently gliding away away from him and he says we'll meet again on hope's promise and that scene i'm gonna fight you i'm coming down there (laughs) we're going to have fisticuffs I'm fragile, though. I can't take a beating. <laughs> That's okay. I can't fight either. <laughs> I guess we're both <laughs> safe in that. No. Uh, oh. oh my god. Does anybody have anything else they want? Like, do they want to do a vignette on any of their characters before we hand Dirk the camera? I, I got don't one. Think so. What? What's your vignette, Dirk? So, important question. Does the actual ship disappear? Um, the ship doesn't disappear when the ripple of the space between hits it. Uh, all of the shiny duct tape pieces disappear, and the ship basically kind of, like, transforms into just, like, a regular old-looking ship. Uh, the- So, I'm mm-hmm. assuming the goat girl disappears. Oh, yeah, she went with the stone. Okay. Um... And, uh, the little duck that was on the console changes to just, like, a generic bobblehead. No, can it be- can it keep being a duck? Okay, if you want to keep it, it could just be a little, like, uh, tip of the hat. Since that wasn't- it wasn't- it wasn't originally part of the show. I guess that's fair. Yeah, fair enough. That's the only thing left. Okay, okay. Darius Cash is now the captain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the that's that's the vignette that i have is like Dar- it's darius cast's ship and it's called the raptor <laughs> that's why does he have a duck idea. on the console it's just he doesn't know it's always been there <laughs> anyway dirk <laughs> oh i don't have a vignette anymore uh, that's so. fair that's fair um <laughs> Mm-hmm. I want to do a slight vignette on the refugees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Because I think even in this, like, the ship is still broken, but in a different way. And so Darius, like, suggests the refugees find, like, other, like, ways off planet to get where they want to go. Um, does say, like, this planet's probably fine for you to stay on as well, blah da 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 So we see... The refugees, the the families, the children filter off the ship uh, into the spaceport and the, the the city or town that the spaceport is part of. Um, we see probably see Darius like paying Hart because I guess in this reality Hart was hired on as like muscle <laughs> instead of. Hiring Ducky, I guess. 
I don't remember originally my heart was on the ship. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I want to know where Mex is. Where what do where the 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 mystery of where like Mex goes. Mex goes and finds a storage closet in the docks and goes in and this one does not have a droid in it and Mex drops their bag under a shelf and um just walks back out looking for the next thing to fix And now we hand the camera to Dirk. There's a little ship out there, flying through space, going God only knows where. Hart is the pilot. And in one of the rooms, well, the only room, there's dresses strewn all over the floor and all over the bed. And one comes flying out of the closet. And uh, Sam comes out of the closet, and uh, none of my dresses match my complexion anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's it. Uh, Sam like yells out the door uh, and down the hall because it's like it's it's a little place, and it's like a little ship, and Sam like yells out the door. I have to buy an entire new wardrobe. None of this works anymore. We don't have the creds for that. <laughs> we will once we sell some of these. Mm. <laughs> okay. You're in charge of that. <laughs> and uh, so we sort of fade out on them bickering together. And we fade back in to Sam's room on Ducky. And Sam, considering, you know, a couple dresses, one is, you know, one that has, like, two, like, cool strap things going on. One is, you know, just one strap. And there's the console is ringing. And uh, Valentine Gold's face appears. This is in the past, I'm assuming? Yep, this is in the past. Okay. Sam says, So, uh, you said that everything would be even if I told you where Hope's promise is. Well, I've got information for you. And it fades out. Fuck you. <laughs> and uh, we will find out another time whether Sam ratted out Avery or told a complete lie. Uh, told Valentine to go fuck himself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the world will never know because I don't uh, fucking know. <laughs> uh, to add to that, though, if y'all don't mind, uh, 
each of y'all's characters, uh, like everybody, it, it it shows various like, and uh, the audience won't know what time frame each of y'all receives this, but you each get a letter, and when when you open it up, it says we'll meet again, uh, on Hope's promise. And when you read the last line, you know how to get to Hope's Promise. So that's, these are, the times is obviously in the future? Uh, not necessarily. Well, if, so my thing with that is, if it's in the past, then this mission was pointless? Well, yeah, but also, like, uh, memory's weird, brains are weird, and, um... Like, the space between is weird. Yeah, that was my so. thought about it. Is It's like a weird space between thing. But if you want it to all be, like, after the whole thing uh, with man, that's okay, too. Well, because I think this is just personally, like, continuity-wise. Because I get that memory is weird and the space between is weird. But, like, for Hart, if Hart already knew how to get there, Hart would already know how to get there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think, um, for, uh, Sam, uh, he's crawling out of his bedroom window one night. He's like 16, 17. Oh, Finds fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he finds a random note. And, uh... Like, he looks at it, and he reads it, and he's like, okay, cool. And then he gets distracted by his best friend, and tosses it in the trash, and runs off. Yeah. That's fair. I think for Hart, it is in the future, and, like, Hart, just, like, the the thing that we see where Hart, like, probably catches this letter out of the air is, like, on a a different, like, planet sitting in the ship outside two voices are heard talking together um Hart's supposed to be asleep but he's not because he's one worried and two has insomnia probably from PTSD Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so reads it and then tucks it away not understanding who it's from but the space between says that this makes sense um, I have a suggestion for Mech's will, because I think mm-hmm. it would be, um, the dramatic irony of Mech's already knowing how to get to Hope's Promise and just not saying anything would be great. <laughs> I mean, also, it's fair, because, like, people are claiming they know how to get there, so why should Mech say how to get there? Like... <laughs> Also, I don't know if the mission was ever properly explained to Max. That's true, too. It's like, well, you guys never asked, like... Like, it would be really, really funny if right before uh, Darius Cash came and, like, knocked on Mech's door to be like, hey, you should come with us, and if Mech's found this letter on Mech's desk. <laughs> and I was like, huh, That's great. weird. <laughs> That's great. I'm doing it. <laughs> I love it. The dramatic, the, 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 the meta irony of that is very, very good to me. This is just the whole time Mex knew it if I can get there. <laughs> Nobody asked. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody asked. 
<laughs> oh my it god, I love it. didn't seem important. Yeah. Max didn't know where the fuck they were going. Max is just like, this ship is weird. This ship is weird. That's all Max play- paid attention to the whole time. <laughs> the ship is weird. It's very broken. And this damn goat man keeps putting duct tape in it. That's not how you fix fucking shit. <laughs> Max is the only valid person on the ship. That's true, though. <laughs> Max deserves everything. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Mex did nothing wrong. <laughs> I think what happens is after we see like Mex vignette, I'm taking the camera back. It's mine now. Fine, be that way. Listen, we get like the the camera like fades up from there, and it fades like it. It basically like the camera like leaves that space where, like, we're still in the past. It is still after, like, well, after they're leaving that first spaceport back in the beginning. And it, like, the camera leaves that planet up into space and sees the Mandate's armada in the distance of space. And they look small, but there's so, so many of those ships. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to black and credits play. <laughs> Where was that that you that you freaking posted? Which thing? Uh, I don't know. If the, I think it was Dirk that posted it, actually. The written and produced by... Oh no, that was Philo. Oh no, that was Philo. Oh shit, it was was Philo. Where where did (laughs) Philo post in our galactic channel (laughs) written and directed by George Lucas? (laughs) I'm sorry, what we have created is better than that. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, on the one hand, is it funny? Yes. But on the other hand, could George Lucas ever compare to what good good we've done? No, No. because George Lucas can't write gay. That's true. I think he refuses to. Yes, also that. Mm-hmm. Coward. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> and yet, it's fine to kiss your sister. Apparently, mm. <laughs> <laughs> terrible man. Mm-hmm. 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 That is the end of our galactic game. Uh, we hope we hurt all of you <laughs> deeply with our bullshit, yes. and we love you. Thank you for caring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have been Izzy. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Sean Deer. Uh, you should, if you would like to, uh, tip us for what we're doing here, because one, this podcast makes no money. We don't do any advertising. Like, we don't pay for advertising or marketing. It's all word of mouth and our Twitter. Um, we're just paying for this out of pocket. Uh, if you would like to give us tip, uh, a tip, on our coffee, which is uh, coffee.com forward slash hopes hearth pod, uh, coffee spelled K O F I, um, to help us pay for hosting, um, the rights to music if we ever need them, to pay for new music, uh, and stuff like that, please feel free. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, you should also, when it comes out, uh, which will be in August. It might be out by the time this episode comes out. Uh, Abbey Archives, the Redwall reread podcast that is under our podcasting umbrella, 
with me and uh, my friend Kit. It's going to be great. It's a book club. Um, you can join the book club by joining our Discord. So we're recording our first episode next Saturday. We're supposed to record it today. That didn't happen because I had to get my wisdom teeth out. <laughs> and I didn't read shit. Mm, mm. Um, mm -hmm. And with me today has been Dirk. Hey, I continue to be Dirk. You can find me at Hope's Hearth Pod, or you can find me at PF underscore Diva, or you can find me in the Discord server, giggling ominously. <laughs> and, um... This I, is true, regularly. I, I, I hope you have suffered at least half as much as the rest of us have, mm. and I hope you loved it. You should also check out uh, Dirk's writing on uh, AO3 at PF underscore Diva, because it's all fucking good. Okay, you say that, but like 90% of it is not safe It's good. There might be people under 18 listening to That's this. That's fair. If you're under 18, um, don't read that shit. <laughs> you can read some of it, but not all not, of it. Not the, not the older stuff. Your eyes are too young. Yes. It, it, it's, nasty, it's nasty, awful filth that nobody should be exposed to. That until you reach the age of 18 or older, you cannot <laughs> comprehend. Well, I get the joke. That's not true, but that's a different. Dis anyway, uh, Amber, <laughs> Amber. Hello, I've been the Amber, and you will never find me. But if you wanted to try, you could check out the wonderful podcast that I may or may not be a part of, known as the Room Where It Happened. Uh, you can check it out on your podcast of choice, or. Uh, go and check out our Twitter at RoomwarePod, where again, you can listen to my GM just go off in the gay fields with his wrestling rage. <laughs> Sometimes, like, Steven Universe and She-Ra content ends up there, too. That's true, too, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Brian is a man of many talents and interests. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find Amber in our Discord, which is linked in the description below. And you can also find Will there. Hi, Will. Hi, I'm Will. I, you can find me at same N D hat, that's same E-N-B-Y hat, uh, on Twitter. And I'm real glad to be here, y'all. Mm-hmm. And we should say goodnight. Yes. Thank you for joining us for this fun adventure. We love you. Stay safe. Um, continue to stay at home and wear your mask and wash your hands and get vaccinated, please, because the Delta variant is scary. Scary. And even if there weren't a Delta variant, please think of your disabled uh friends and family are just strangers and the fact that some of them can't get vaccinated and your herd immunity is there to protect those people mm -hmm. we live in a society act like it yes please yes yes don't know how to tell you to care about other people 
<laughs> exactly. And also, uh, even when the pandemic is over and in the current times, wash your fucking hands because we still have other illnesses and you can greatly reduce your chance of contracting them by and maybe also still not washing masks. Yeah. And not washing your hands is gross. It's, it's very, very gross. It is. I see it's you people gross. that go into a bathroom and come out and I hear no running water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Watch your motherfucking hands! listening please consider following us on twitter at hopes hearth pod and joining our discord linked in the description if you want to support us monetarily you can find us on coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash hopes hearth pod today's music was by kevin mcleod you can find links to his music in the description thank you for keeping podcasts supplied with that sweet sweet royalty free music mr mcleod we love you. Stay safe. No death. Go home and stay home. Bye.